Hey, young woman, it's Moesha, your host, of course. And here we're talking all things to encourage you to be who God has created you and called you to be. I mean, from identity to purpose to sex before marriage to being an outcast, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, anything that you may be dealing with, you name it, we're here talking about it. So catch us every single week talking about these things, diving into it right here at Young Woman. Hey y'all, so first of all, I'm excited. I'm so excited to just be talking and getting everything off my chest and just let y'all know what's going on. Not only that, first I just want I just wanna I just wanna say this. So um at first it was like very it was getting difficult to say that oh I'm gonna do a podcast every week and it definitely was a no-go of me saying I'm doing two podcasts a week because although I want to um for me podcasting every or twice a week it's just I don't want to make that commitment all right I love (laughs) y'all I do I really do but um I feel like podcasting is just a way of escape for me and you know, just a way of me expressing things, how I feel about certain things. And although I've had a lot of guests on the past and I'm the host, you have not really heard a lot from me being on the other side of it. So I've decided to let myself be more on the other side of it and let you all go deeper into what I feel, how my walk with Christ is going and all of that good stuff. All right. So with that being said, I'm not going to commit to how many podcasts I'm going to do. All right. I know the trailer says every week. Let's forget it. We're not going to even address that issue. Okay. Just act like you didn't hear that. All right. I'm going to give y'all a podcast. I'm just not going to commit to how many podcasts. All right. So let's dive into the topic of today. So as many of you know, of course, um, Kobe Bryant passed away and I think when you all listen to this it'll be probably a week and a half ago yeah so almost two weeks yeah so tomorrow it'll be two weeks so almost two weeks ago he passed away and for me it was very very difficult now I don't want to take the spot of how his children may feel or definitely how his wife feels because that is another level of pain um I can express my thoughts first of all I'm not even a basketball fan y'all like I I went to a lot of games in high school even in college I'll go if you play I may come see you just let me know if you play cool but as far as me being a diehard basketball fan know everything about this person all that that's just not me I'm not a sports person not a sports fan so um, for me to have experienced how I felt when finding out about his passing, it was really surprising to me because number one, I don't know him. Um, let's just be honest. I know of him. Like I know Kobe Bryant and he plays basketball, but I don't know him personally. We're nowhere near close, never talked to him, never seen him, never met him, never been to a game. So it was very surprising that I felt this way 
Um, it was also very difficult. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to address the issue. Um, I did post it, repost it on my Insta story because I, to this day, of course, I don't feel like we should stop praying for his family and his wife and people, those that are closest to him, because that was very, um, it's very hard. I mean, two weeks later, it's still very new. So what I wanted to talk about was how I dealt with it and what happened, um, when I found out about it. So I am the type of person who used to try to, um, what's the word? Sweep death under the rug as if it doesn't exist, as if, you know, it's not going to happen, you know, not try to deal with it. Um, I guess it's because you don't really know until things happen to you. Like you can tell somebody something all day long and that's okay to give advice and all of that. But until you experience something, it's like a different level of understanding, so for me, I used to always sweep it under the rug. Oh, it's not going to happen to me. Well, not really since it's not going to happen to me, but I just never really thought about it. I never dug deep into it until my mom passed away. And that was definitely when I just started like not wanting to hear about death. I said I would never go to a funeral again. And the crazy part is it seemed like I kept going to funeral after funeral Honestly, y'all, I'm not even going to lie. It just seemed like everybody kept dying. Like, after I decided that I wasn't going to any more funerals, it seems like I was going to a lot of funerals. So, um, trying to avoid death was hard. And, of course, it's still hard because it's going to happen. Like, it's a part of life. So, it's not that I, although I used to try to sweep it under the rug and avoid it, Now, it's not that I'm trying to avoid it. It's the fact that I know how much I can handle with it. Because, of course, as a believer in Christ, I don't fear death. You know, honestly, there are a lot of people who do fear death. Now, the way that I died, Lord, you know, (laughs) we're going to have to talk about that one. But I, I don't fear it because I know what my job is here. And it took me a while to get to this point. It took me a while to get to this understanding because we are so used to earth you know we're so used to what we see you know we don't know or see the things that are unknown for us that can be difficult to try to understand the unknown of things when we're so used and comfortable to being on earth So it took me a while to get to this point and to really realize that, you know, I'm not afraid of death. I'm not afraid of dying because I know what my job is here on earth. I know that um, I'm preparing myself for death. I'm creating a legacy. Um, Of course, we got life insurance. We got, you know, all the health insurance and all of that. So those are things that's like set in place because, you know, it's preparation. Not ready, Lord, but, you know, um, it took me a while. So now I'm to the point where it's like, I don't fear it. I know it's going to happen. I'm even preparing for it, but it's like only so much I can handle at once. So when I found out that Kobe passed away, I really felt like it was a joke. Um, I don't know who would joke about it, of course, but that's just how I thought about it at first. I didn't really want to accept it or deal with it. I felt like it was really just something maybe going around the internet and, you know, people starting rumors, all of that. But after it was confirmed that, 
you know, he had really passed away. It was like crushing. It was very crushing. Honestly, it felt like the world had stopped and I know everybody can feel for this. It felt like the entire world had stopped. Like I know a lot of my clients said that they didn't want to post uh, uh, even on the following day, not even that Sunday, but the following day because it just didn't feel right. And for me, myself, it felt like I didn't even want to do business because if it literally felt like the world had stopped and I couldn't really cope with it because it was so much at once. When I get on Instagram, all I seen was his face. When I get on Snapchat, you know, it was like literally taking over the media of just death everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. So I didn't, it was just too much for me at once. And not only finding out that he had passed away, but finding out that his daughter had passed away too. And that's just a whole different level of pain because when you have children and you think about things like that, or when you have a spouse and you just think about how grateful you are for that spouse to drive back in the driveway and make it back home safely. And, you know, just like I said, when you have kids and you look at your kids and you're like, you know, I'm just grateful for every single moment. Like times when you get irritated with your kids at times when they didn't do this or do that. And this happening really makes you sit back and think like, I'm really grateful for my children. I'm really grateful for my husband. I'm really grateful for life in general. Like we don't know when our last day is going to be. So every single day I want to take advantage of this opportunity. I want to make sure that I am not only, you know, loving people and checking on people and doing all that, but I want to also make sure that I am walking in my purpose, that I am joyful, that I'm happy, that I'm smiling, that I'm laughing, you know, that I'm not living every day being bitter or angry or frustrated, anything like that. I want to make sure that I enjoy life because that is what God has designed us to do is just to enjoy it the way that he wants us to enjoy it, the way that he has created and meant for us to enjoy life. So just finding out that it was not only him, but his daughter as well, it just created so much anxiety. And um, right after finding out that he passed away, it was somebody, I think, on base. I don't really recall. It was all people that I didn't know at the time, but it was still very much overwhelming. Um, but it was somebody that I found out on base that passed away where we stayed, like, right up the road. It was, like, an infant um, passed away. Well, I think the infant lived. I'm sorry. But the mom um, committed suicide and she tried to uh, kill the infant and it was just too much death at once. It was just so much going on. The emotions that were just overwhelming, um, the anxiety that was taking over. And then after that, finding out someone else died, y'all, it was just too much for me to handle. Um, and I know a lot of other people feel the same way. That's why I'm expressing what had happened to me and what, you know, goes on with me and anxiety. At first, I didn't want to accept the fact that I deal with anxiety or that, you know, it happens to me. I'm a person that suffers with anxiety. I can't control it. I don't want to be on any medication for it. I really don't feel like it's mine is that bad. I know a lot of people who do have to be on some sort of medication. I'm not the type of person to go to medication for not even a cold. So um, this just wouldn't be it. And not only that, I don't want to get addicted to something or feel like I need to have that to get to have my mind straight that's just me 
So I didn't want to accept the fact that I dealt with anxiety at first. I feel like as a Christian, you know, how we all say, you know, you don't want to claim it. You don't want to do that. You want to do this. And then in reality, you're like, but I can barely breathe. And you're like, not only that, but I can barely talk. I can't even explain to anybody how this makes me feel. You know, I have two kids. I have a whole house to take care of. I have a husband to take care of. And I can barely, I still function very well, but it's like, I cannot explain this. I can't explain that my chest and my heart is beating so fast. I can't explain it that my, my hands are shaking really bad that I can, I feel like I can barely breathe. I can't process my emotions correctly and I can't even control it. So for me to not sit here and be like, oh, I'm a Christian, so I'm not going to claim it. But I'm over here feeling like I'm literally inside, like I'm just melting away then that was just not working for me. So I not only decided to say, yes, I can't sit here and say um, that I don't have anxiety, that I don't suffer from it, that it doesn't happen. Yes, I have anxiety. So that whole week of death just going on back to back to back, it was just too much for me to process. And I think a lot of people um, who don't have anxiety don't know uh not only don't know how to help people who who do have anxiety, but they don't understand it as much as well. And not saying that's a bad thing, but when you look at somebody who is suffering from that, you can't really just tell them, oh, you know, get over it or, oh, just breathe. Because tell them just breathe. They're trying to breathe. <laughs> now they're breathing. But it's a lot of things that you can do to help them just find something to take something off their shoulders. Like, um, if they have too many projects going on, just say, Hey, let me just help you with this because anxiety is like a root of fear. Sorry. Um, it's, it's like a root of fear or it could be nervousness or just too much going on at once. For me, when I get very anxious, it's just, too much going on at once my list is too long the house is not clean um I feel like fear is also a big one I feel like I'm not going to be successful at this you know I'm trying to make sure that I'm successful at this so it's rooted in those things so once I realized that this is the cause of it so that's what I was going to talk about as well to those who do deal with anxiety or if you know somebody who do deal with anxiety, these are just some ways you can help them out. Um, even if you don't understand, it's okay to not understand. You still can support, you still can help. But for me, once I have these things, number one, I figure out what is causing this. It was too much death going on for me. It's not that I didn't want to accept it. A lot of people that I know, they were like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's going to happen death is gonna happen you didn't know him and it's like it doesn't matter you know it doesn't you don't have to know anybody to grieve with their their family you know to send your prayers to their family to actually hurt for their family especially in the way that they die it's just it was very traumatic for me to even just see all of that on my instagram and all of it on my snapchat so once i found out the root cause was trying to process um, all of the emotions going on, I had to take a step back from social media. So if that, <laughs> number one, that was hard because I do all of my work on social media. So if I seen a post, I immediately did not go 
interact with that post or shared or anything, I automatically just scrolled past it or got off of social media when I saw it because I couldn't handle it at the time. So that is one thing. If you know somebody who is suffering from it or if you are, know the root cause of your anxiety. All right. From For me, it was just too much to process. I could not process my emotions. Therefore, I took a step back from social media. So the next thing could be fear. So I also suffer from fear of failure. I really do not like talking about anything that I could fail. I personally believe that I kill everything I do. All right. I believe that I'm a boss. I believe that I literally do everything very well. I believe that I can just, I can conquer the world. I do believe that, but I also uh, fear failing. So if anything, just like my business that I'm about to launch, I did not want to open it back up or rebrand or any of that because I fear what if I don't get sales? You know, what if no one interacts? What if no one likes it? What if I do all of this work and nobody cares? What if I do all of this work and none of this works? What if I spend all of this money on products? I spend all this money on marketing systems because, I mean, it, it happened to me before. But now I'm like, okay, most you have to regroup and figure out what was the cause what happened and I fear of not only being a failure but looking like a failure because for me growing up a lot of people saw me as you know I mean the person who just does good and she does amazing you know how you see people on Instagram and you just think man they just killing it like oh my goodness but you don't see the work behind it you don't see how long it took them to get there you don't see all the work day in and day out they don't they're not sleeping you know their kids are crying but they're still trying to make it work you don't see all of that behind the scenes and I want to tell the person who do feel like that you know that they see everybody on social media succeeding but you have to understand this is that person's fifth year in business this is the person third year or tenth year not only that in business and they've been working very very hard so for me I have to decide what what is my definition of success and for me um, I'm still telling myself all the time that because I own a business, that is not that does not define me. You know, um, money does not define me. What defines me is God. And at the end of the day, he is going to be who I go to. He's going to be the person that I'm running to. He's going to be he is the, the vision for it all, basically. So that's another thing. If you um fear anything that could be the cause of being anxious as well so uh to help somebody if you know that they fear something ask them can you help them with something for me I feel like I have a hundred and million gazillion tasks not only written on my calendar but written in my head I feel like everything is open at once. I'm trying to do everything. My house is not clean. I still got to cook dinner. I still need to grocery shop. These kids' diapers need changing. Like, it feels like so much goes on at once, and I have to sit still and process it, and that can also make you anxious. So if you know somebody who do suffer with anxiety, stop them and ask them, can you help them with something? Because that will help a lot for them to know that. So... That's like two different things. I think I didn't went everywhere, y'all. <laughs> so another thing that could help, and y'all, I'm just speaking from what helps me and hoping that it will help you. All right. So this is, I'm not a doctor. You know, we always got to throw 
that out there. I am not a doctor. All right. Period. Anyway. So another thing I had to learn was being okay with saying no, being okay with saying, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to be there. I have too much going on on my plate over here. Being okay with saying, I can't handle that right now. That's too much. That's too much food. You give me too much food. I can't eat all of that. All right. You have to be okay with saying no and expressing that, you know, expressing what's going on to you to others and being okay with them not really understanding. Um, If you have never dealt with anxiety, of course, you are not going to understand the feeling. So you have to be okay with expressing that, letting people know, look, I can't do that. You know, I, it's just too much for me right now. I have a lot going on. You know, I just, I can't pick up any more tasks. I can't help you with none of that over there. Do Google it. Y'all, I love, I love all of my Instagram followers. You know, a lot. I mean, out of all 12,000 of them, okay, only about two to seven interact with my post. And, hey, that's okay. But I love each and every one of them. But I get a lot of DMs about stuff that can be Googled. And I love y'all. I really do. But when I say Google is your best friend, Google is your best, the bestest friend you will ever have in 2020. So... A lot of questions that people ask me, it's like, oh my gosh, you really could have Googled that. And it's not being rude. It's just saying the time you really took to inbox me, you could have Googled it and got an answer way faster than I respond. Because honestly, I do not respond to DMs in one second, two seconds, even minutes. It may take me hours to respond back. So it's like, you could have Googled it. And all I'm saying is, be okay with saying no, because... For me, trying to feel like I have to help everyone that DMs me can cause too much anxiety over here. It can be overwhelming and it's like I have a lot on this plate over here and I don't I can't handle any more. So with that being said, if you like this goes back to the first point, help somebody get some of the stuff off of their plate. All right. They can't eat all that food. Tell them they're getting too full. They you know they need to share with you. You need to get full too. All right. So another thing is me being careful of what I eat and drink when I am experiencing anxiety. If you are experiencing anxiety, do not go and eat no sugar candy, no coffee. That is going to make it worse because you already, I don't want to sound, um, well, hey, whatever it is, what it is. But when you are having anxiety, you are shaking. I don't know. I'm only talking about me. When I have my anxiety, I am shaking like crazy. And it's like I can barely control it. It feels like a caffeine rush. And it, it it's not the best feeling at all. I absolutely hate the feeling. And I would not wish it on anyone because it's, you can't control it. So for me to go drink coffee, caffeine, it makes it worse. So being careful of what you eat and what you drink during that time is very imperative as well the last thing which is the best thing and my my thing something that keep me sane give me sanity give oh lord so the last thing is to drown yourself in jesus and that's not even being cliche that is literally what i do when i'm having anxiety i literally have to drown myself in jesus and not saying that it's going to magically 
go away like, oh, bloop, I don't have anxiety anymore. No, okay? It's just saying that I know who takes care of me. I know who helps me out. I know that this is a safe place. Worship, music, being in the presence of Jesus, God, all that good stuff, turn on that worship music. It's my safe place. Like, it's the place that I know I can release this. And I literally come out feeling so much better because it's like God just, well, let me take, God was just like, let me take this off your shoulders right here. Yep, I'll take that, I'll take that, I'll take that too. So it was literally like, I don't know, it's just drown yourself in Jesus. Do worship music, read scriptures, like just drown yourself literally till you feel like you're literally drowning, all right? And that's something that just truly helps me tremendously. But y'all, this talk was good. This was really good just to release. I really hope that this helps somebody. If you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that's, you know, that got anxiety as well, make sure y'all share this, okay? We can't get anywhere without helping the next man get up. So make sure y'all share it as well. Let me know what you got from it. Let me know something that you do if you suffer from anxiety as well, you know, um, how did you cope with the Kobe Bryant situation or not just that, but a lot of other things y'all life is just hard. Life can be hard. Okay. So let me know how y'all cope with all these different things as well. And guess what? I'll talk to y'all when I talk to y'all. You guys will say next week, then I'm going to talk to y'all when I talk to y'all. So guys, I forgot to close this episode out properly, all right? We're going to try this again, take two. So make sure that y'all go follow us on Instagram. It's at youngwoman with three underscores. Make sure that you also follow me as well, which is Moesha C underscore. And share this episode, y'all. I mean, how can we help? other people if we don't help other people i mean come on now so make sure you share this episode with a friend of a friend of a friend all right let them know that you listen to this episode if they're dealing with it let them know that you're praying for them and that you're there with them as well also if this is something that you are dealing with or have dealt with make sure you slide in my dms because i want to know i want to talk to y'all slide in my dms let me know how this has helped you and let me know what you do to cope with it so i can learn some things as well from you and the last thing I need you to do, well, the next to last. The first thing is, if you need community, if you want to be a part of a group of women, get encouraging texts, updates, all that good stuff, make sure you text at on purpose to 1810 and an announcement for y'all. You ready for this? Drum roll. I'm excited. I hope y'all excited. We are launching our apparel on February the 11th, 2020 which is in three days at 2 p.m. Central, all right? So the website is already open, y'all. If you didn't know that, it's open, but the the apparel will not be available to purchase until February the 11th, which is in three days. And I'm so excited, and I know you are too. So make sure that you set your alarm clocks. Make sure that you let everybody know that you are the young woman that's breaking generational curses, that's going after your goals, that's going after your dreams, your visions, that's going after God, all that good stuff. Make sure that you shop on February the 11th. All right. So thank y'all again so much for listening. I appreciate it. I really appreciate that you sit here and you listen to me. All right. You listen to little old me. Thank y'all again. And yeah, I'll talk to y'all when I talk to y'all.